Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Holy crap, everyone. It's been a very exciting day. Um, I think I have listeners. <laughs> Crazy as that is to say, I think I actually have listeners. So, I've been, you know, checking in on the old analytics and the old finances. And I always get really excited when something changes because... I mean, like, okay, obviously, if your finances are changing for the better, you're excited about that, right? But, I mean, just on a purely analytical level, not on the sponsorships, you know, like the amount of of money I'm getting from my Anchor sponsorship, Mm, no. I'm talking, like, actually the ranking of the episodes. So I've gone through this before, and I'm not even going to try to guess what it was, uh, what episode it was, but it was a pretty recent one, and I went through my top five episodes, right, and, uh, and I was looking at them the other day, and they've changed, so I thought I might go through them because I'm really excited, and I'm also really, really excited that, um, that the, like, the money's going up, guys, it's, it's still nothing substantial, but it was like the last time I checked in on it, it was like around five bucks. And the next time I checked in on it, it was like five ninety four. And today I checked in on it and it was like six sixteen. And I was like, whoa, 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 buckle up your life vests, everybody. We're in uncharted waters. Actually, I might actually be getting an audience. That's, uh, man, you have no idea how excited that, that's, that's really, really exciting. That's really, really cool. Um, apparently I have 4% of my listeners in Ireland, um, and a lot of these, these stats are pretty uninteresting, like, a lot of them are all less than 1% in all these random countries that I would swear, swear to God they're making up, like, Norway, um, Pakistan, South Korea, Slovakia, Singapore, Greece, Iran, are you sure? Like, I mean, I'm not gonna say no, I'm just saying that's... I'm surprised. So anyway, um, I guess my my current number one episode is still Zootopia, and it was tied with Ratatouille for a little while. They're both at 28, right? And now uh, Zootopia is 29, Ratatouille is 28, and then uh, number three is Inception. Number four is still Watchmen. Um, although this can't be totally up to date because... Uh, it doesn't say anything about... Unless stuff changed around again. Did stuff change around again? Jeez. That'd be... That'd be crazy. But, um... But the Some Bad News episode was back up in the top five. Uh, when I checked it yesterday. It might not be anymore, but it was yesterday. And that's interesting. I think that was my number one with a bullet for a while. At, like... Honestly, it was, like, six... I think it was 18 listens. It was... It was either 16 or 18 listens. It was hovering right around there. And now it's up to, like, 21, so not a ton more, but um, that's interesting. I guess people seem to really respond to that episode. I'd I'd imagine it can be relatable for a lot of people, for newer listeners. That's when I talked about uh, my dog Rocco passing away. So, um, yeah, I wonder wonder if that just took hold in an interesting way. But regardless, the, the meaning of what I've been rambling about here is that I'm very excited that I'm starting to get some listens, that the statistics are starting to change up. Uh, I mean, just even looking at my little chart, so it goes from, like, um, like, two plays to, like, 
that was uh that was June nineteenth, twenty nineteen, and now I've been doing this for a year. I've been doing this for more than a year. Holy shit! How did I not notice that my podcast was started in June and it's now July of the next year? I didn't even celebrate it. Jeez, missed opportunity. I'd say I've been doing this for a year. Oh my god! Holy crap! I can't believe I've been doing this for a year. How did I notice that? I was thinking like six, eight months, maybe like a year. A year? How did that not register? I've been doing this since I was fourteen. I'm fifteen now. Holy shit! That's insane. That's so crazy. Why is it so crazy to me? But I can't help it. That's so crazy. Wow. Wow. That's cool. I'm actually amazed, and I'm even more amazed that I didn't notice and didn't celebrate it in any way. That's crazy. That is really, truly crazy. Well, either way, we went from two plays to 79. So, so you know, I'm not going to say anything, but that is pretty good. So, wow, a year, dude, a year. Wow, many more years to come, hopefully. Eh. Anyway... Uh, let's actually get into this, huh? Good thing I don't really have much to say about this movie. So, if you, uh, if you read the episode title and, and are currently sitting there thinking like, Hey, are you gonna get at this or not? Uh, I am, right now. I am talking about Twins, this episode. Twins is, uh, a comedy from 1988, and it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito as comically mismatched twins, right? same mom but clearly doesn't look like it and uh and that's kind of the whole deal that's really the i don't know that's like the hook and i think that that would have been fine if i'm being honest with you i really don't understand and this is probably my biggest complaint aside from pacing because towards the end i was like hey man is this is this going anywhere can we can we quit spinning our wheels let's let's get to the let's get to the end here i really you know i saw the runtime and i was like oh shoot you know this is gonna be be in and out this looks pretty great because i've established previously that i've been it used to be for me that like a movie is like two and a half hours and i'm like yes this is the only way you make a movie and now it's like a movie's an hour and a half and i'm like thank god and i don't know why i do that i really don't understand why it's changed so much but alas it has and so when i saw this was only an hour and 47 i was like okay okay that's around my acceptable time frame and by the time it got to the end i was like good lord can we please get on with it this is this feels like much longer than it needs to um i will say though a movie i'm very excited to find out had a runtime of two and a half hours tenet whenever it comes out and there's a really big part of me that just wishes I could pay like 20 or 25 bucks to just get it right now. Uh, but, but man, am I so excited for Tenet. I love Christopher Nolan like so much. I love pretty much everything he's ever made. So I'm really excited for this. I'm really, really excited for it. But um, I'll have to keep waiting, unfortunately. But I am really excited that it's going to be a long movie because I expect nothing less from him. He does traditionally do longer movies, but... The more of those type of movies I can get, the better. I'm really excited for that. But that's the exception, not the rule. So, 
my biggest complaint is anyway what I'm what I was getting to was this the story just the general plot I think is insanely overthought and overcomplicated I don't understand why like this is a comedy movie and a lot of times in comedies you accept things being you know kind of ridiculous or just not totally realistic if it's in service of the comedy right and obviously this is it's the whole premise like what if uh what if these two people were twins to be honest with you it's good that it has that hook but to i don't feel like it really does that much with it and when you really think about it like i mean they're they're twins and they look weird together but like I mean, that's not that weird. There's really nothing... There's not that many moments in the movie where I feel like they really take advantage of that. I think it's mostly just like, hey, look how different these people are. But it's never like them together, if that makes any sense. It's not a lot of like... You know, they contrast them a lot. But there's not a lot of contrast when they're together. And people are being like, "Uh, yeah, okay. Like, there's a few. And obviously at the end when it's like clearly their mom but their mom's like nope can't be it's it's one of the moments where people are like yeah uh you're twins and i'm katie keurig like what are we doing here so sort of there are moments but on the whole i feel like there could have been a lot more done with that and then yeah just in general the the mythology weirdly of how they got to be twins is so weird and and just totally unrealistic even for a comedy because like like i said if if stuff is kind of you know you stretch the truth you bend the rules of your world like we'll go with it this is the movie we were sold we get it we get that it's going to be a little wacky that it's going to be um you know that they're going to be twins that look like they came from from different people but it can just be a weird occurrence. It doesn't have to be this super strange and totally unnecessary story of like eight men all came together and, and made this weird uh, ranch dressing from hell concoction that they like, you know, gave this lady and she birthed these two people and they they look weird. I probably shouldn't have called it ranch dressing from hell. <laughs> but that's what it looks like. You know, we start on this machine, just pumping all this white goo, and it's like, there were eight different mothers, and um, the, or eight different mothers, no, there was eight different fathers, and they, all the one mother, and then they made this boy, and this boy, and they look different, and, and we sent the one off to live in a horrible conditions, and then the other one we literally kept in paradise, and like, just the strangeness of that premise and the and the really weird thing of like why would you do that especially because the experiment past that well a what's the point of the experiment and b i mean like why didn't they study the other dude too especially as we'll come to find out that they basically have telepathy which like yeah okay i don't have any siblings but i'm willing to to bet that they sometimes can sense things about each other they can't sense where they are it's not like a weird familial gps it's not that no and that's something that i feel like they definitely needed to establish because if it was going to be part of this whole weird mad scientist plot that's something that needs to be part of it but then that goes a little bit more sci-fi than it needs to to which comes back to my original complaint why is that element even here and then if you want to talk about like elements that don't need to be there uh 
the whole mob subplot? What? That, I mean, yeah, okay, he's an unsavory character. I understand that, you know, there's going to be some mix-ups and maybe run-ins with the wrong people and money troubles with people that you maybe don't want to be in trouble with. And I, I understand that, and that makes sense from a purely just a character point of view. However, the fact that it's not just one family of mobsters, it's two. And he's like, you know, he's going in in these weird double crosses and trying to get the money and... And I don't even know who's who at a certain point. I've lost track of it. And I don't really care because there's not that much difference between them. They both kind of want him because he screwed him over about something with money. And they need money. And That's so weird. It culminates in this totally uh, nonsensical and I'm, like I can't even wrap my head around with this weird switch that drops a pile of chains on the guy. What factory is that? What are they doing with that? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Those are the biggest things that I just felt it got overcomplicated. And it really could have just fell back on its premise and mind that for, you know, whatever. And then the conflict, I think, could have just been trying to find the mother. We know who the father is. Maybe he can still be an asshole. But where's the mom? They want to find the mom. What happened to her? Because they get some sort of inkling that, okay, maybe she's not dead. Maybe we've been lied to. And then you just follow them on a road trip, which it kind of sounds like I'm writing a different movie. And to some degree I am. But what I really feel like I'm doing is removing a lot of the, the fat, trimming down some of those scenes that really don't need to be there and just getting to what the movie really could have been about. And I think that's when the movie shines. It's when De Niro and Schwarzenegger are playing off of each other. Um, did I... Uh, did I just say Nero? Uh, I meant DeVito. When DeVito and Schwarzenegger are playing off one another, and um, the girls are their girlfriends, don't even remember their names, it honestly doesn't matter. They are very underwritten, and the romance, well, it's cute, especially with Arnold. It is totally, you know, like, flat. There's really not a lot of shading to these characters. Uh, I'd be hesitant to even call their girlfriends characters, because they really just don't have anything going on. They're they're just kind of the the romance, like the romantic uh, subplot type characters. It's, I don't know, it's really formulaic. I was a little, little disappointed by that. Um, but yeah, I think it overall sounds like I didn't really like this movie. I did. It's watchable enough. And and yeah, the scenes with, with DeVito and Schwarzenegger together are really good. And uh, mostly Schwarzenegger, he really shines. I mean, to take himself from you know, the Terminator, where he's totally robotic, he doesn't blink, he's all stiff, and and he's just a mountain of of muscle and, and machinery, and he's, you know, he's terrifying, you know, he's intimidating, and, and then he just takes it to this, where he changes the posture, he changes how he dresses, he just changes everything about himself, the way he articulates uh, his words, the way he, he talks to other people, the way he's like, weird and awkward and polite and the way he just kind of plays it as this gentle giant kind of bumbling oaf of a guy and he's really you know he's giving a real performance it's not like i don't know daniel day lewis but it's a lot more than i think you would expect just going in and i think a lot of that is where this movie is the funniest is him you know bumbling through life and and uh you know doing funny stuff i think that's a lot of my favorite parts of the movie uh, the stuff with him singing, amazing. I don't know why I found that so funny. I really, really love that. Um, that was that was definitely my favorite part, was him just 
singing like a total idiot and not caring at all and uh and yeah i really liked all that stuff but uh, again i think this is watchable i didn't love it clearly there's a lot of stuff i feel like could be very easily changed that could have made this a lot more enjoyable uh it's not directed terribly ivan reitman is is very competent and he's done a lot of movies i certainly like better but this wasn't terrible uh i do like the leads and i like a lot of the comedic shenanigans they get into i do feel like it drags on a little bit and i do wish that some of the the subplots would have been dropped or at least made better uh or they just kind of streamlined it overall i think that would have gone a long way but eh, i don't know i'm kind of in the middle of the road here so if they're the two mismatched twins then maybe i'm the triplet who can't really decide i'm like the i'm like the medium size i'm not you know i'm not crazy about it but i'm not like saying it's down in the dumps it's not you know eh, just right in the middle uh, before i get out of here I would like to say that um, I'm grateful for my new AirPods, and by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be oh, at least two, maybe three weeks since I've had them, so just imagine that I've, you know, I've had them for weeks, and I love them so much, and, and that's probably what'll happen, because I already do. Uh, I got the pros, and this was something that it's like, uh... I love new phones and I love new technology. I'm I'm hardly Marcus Brownlee. I don't know everything about it. Like I'm not a professional or anything, but I I do enjoy it and upgrading and and trying to get the newest stuff is fun, but it is very costly and it's not always worth it. You know, you really got to weigh the the costs um and benefits. Like it, it's I don't know, it's difficult, especially for me. Uh it's just you know, those type of purchases are, are pretty pretty monumental right now because I don't have a ton of other stuff that gets close to it. So it's really tough for me to always justify that, and that's something that I have to think about before I, I do things like that. But in this case, uh, I thought it would be nice to kind of use it to kill two birds with one stone. I'll upgrade. Uh, my AirPods aren't as great as they used to be, my first ones. I got them around the the time when they first came out so they're they're getting pretty old now a little long in the tooth the battery life is draining one drains faster than the other they're very dirty you know they just they've seen better days so i thought well this would be a pretty nice opportunity to get the new ones and my dad has a pair that aren't authentic shall we say uh, and they're they're pretty faulty he hasn't really been happy with them and so i felt like it would be a great time to surprise him with uh my old pair and that certainly, you know, like I said, they're not in the best shape. They're not good as new, but they certainly, uh, they certainly work fine. Like you can definitely get through the day with them. There's nothing that egregious that they can't be be used. So I'll give him my old pair, and um, and he can use them while he works out and mows the lawn, whatever. And then I'll I have a new pair for myself that uh, that my mom and I kind of bought together. We agreed on this and kind of made it a surprise for my dad. So yeah, I was really grateful that my mom and I were able to do that and that we could, I could give something nice to my dad just because I felt like it would be, it would be cool and it was a good opportunity and I'm excited. He's coming home soon. He's probably on his way right now while I'm recording this. So I'm going to hand him over whenever he gets here. They're charging right now. I'm trying to get him up to full power before I, before I give him the mantle. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm just excited to do it. Real David Dobrik over here. <laughs> just, you know, he gives people $10,000 for no reason. I give people used AirPods, you know, 
same same i think that's probably why i'm getting new new uh new listeners right we probably have the same amount of amount of uh viewers slash listeners i'd assume you know seven 17 million right same same i think i think they're very if it's not the same it's at least close right uh right back me up on this come on i don't even know what i'm saying anyway if you did like this episode though and uh and you want to show other people how much you did i don't say this very often this is maybe a first but tell a friend that's an easy way to support the show that's that doesn't cost a cent you can just i mean not that there's any way to support the show yet that costs you any money but tell a friend that would be cool if you're just like hey are you like movies i like movies i found this really cool show and this kid likes movies you should totally listen to it that would be goaded that would be really cool so you could do that or you could leave a review preferably five stars if you think it's one maybe keep it between yourself and your mama i don't know that's just my opinion but uh but a five star would be greatly appreciated you can do it right in app and it really helps out a lot and then while you're there consider subscribing so you never miss an episode i post these tuesdays and thursdays every week so you got a lot to look forward to and uh and it'd be cool if you didn't miss any you know they're usually about the same quality as this um if you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can do that at G- uh, no, you can do that at Movies and More Pod on Instagram. If you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can do that at Gevangeli1. And if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. And if you want to find a great landing page on the web for all this stuff, you can do that at www.moviesandmorepod.com. Uh, that's where I post articles about um, different kind of pop culture stuff, written reviews, news, trailer breakdowns, rankings, and um, and like lists of stuff, uh, op-eds, all kinds of stuff. I try to keep it coming pretty regularly. It's been a little bit, uh, so I'll probably try to get around to it sometime soon. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But there's a lot of stuff there already, back catalog worth of stuff that you can check out. Plus, there's links to contact me, and there's links to everywhere that this podcast is available. So all that is there right um, right, easy for your disposal should you choose to go check it out. So please do. That's a great landing page for everything I do here. And uh, in the meantime, I'll just, you know, keep recording this stuff, and uh, I'll catch you in the next one. But until then, uh, hmm... Let me find a quote from this movie. Give me a second. <laughs> um, well, they do make these things hard to find. I usually have one of these loaded up, but in this case, nah. Oh. <clears throat> the quote is Morning Agnes? Oh, no, it's... Wait, no, that's the... Listen, Morning Agnes, peace. Mama, get me out the house now. Oh my, I'm a linden on a couch now. Oh my, I'm on a flight now. Yes, oh my, I lay out another couch now. Oh my, I'm counting up nothing but Benjamin's right now. Money, oh my, I'm on a flight now. We're so high, about to get some cash now. Cash, oh my.
Got my mama in that new house now. Mama, oh my, now she cannot kick me out now. No, oh my, I've been up for a long time. All right. Wow. <laughs> I would like to calculate what percentage of these outros are not only me singing, but me singing Travis Scott or just rap in general. It's It's got to be a pretty high percentage. I really don't think I sing anything else. I've, sing, I've sung what? This? Um, Travis Scott stuff, and then, like, fre- no, um, yeah, Fresh Prince, I've sung Fresh, Fresh Prince, and parents just don't understand, I wonder what all I actually sing, I wonder why that became a thing, why did I just randomly decide, you know what I should put at the end of these episodes, me singing, and then, like, nine times out of ten, that's what it is, I really wonder what in me was like, yeah, that's a good idea, because it wasn't, uh, but now I feel locked into it, and I try to do it as often as possible not too often because there's a part of me that's like you know there's maybe some things about yourself that you want to keep to yourself you know you don't actually sound as good without autotune and without all the professional editing that goes into a song like that but you know <laughs> it's worth a shot <laughs> that was weirdly introspective um you're welcome that's you know, if you stick around past the, the ending theme and all the all the outro stuff that gets really boring, you know, it's special. It's a reward for everything you put into listening to the show. So thank you. Oh, my! <laughs>